everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro. It's the podcast where we are watching the TV show Lost uh, in reverse order from the last episode all the way back to the first episode, or as we like to say here, we have to go back words with one of our hosts, Chad Wago. He's never seen Lost before. Thank you, David K. Jones. Uh, that is correct. I've never watched Lost until I started uh, doing this podcast. And I like to do this podcast and watch Lost with another good friend of ours, AJ Nevis. Yo, yo! What's up, everybody? And welcome to the podcast. This week, we're considering Season 2, Episode 11, The Hunting Party. Jack, Locke, and Sawyer chase Michael after he plunges into the jungle in search of Walt. Sun has a surprising reaction to Jin's desire to join the search. Hurley and Charlie commiserate over questions of what women want. That's a that's our that's our synopsis. <laughs> Nothing to do with Jack or anything. But yeah. this is a Jack-centric episode, and we can just jump right in. Um, how are we feeling about this one? Um, well, this is a fun episode because we've seen like half of it already. When we saw that episode about uh, about Michael leaving, three minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fire scene, the sort of big climactic thing in this episode, yeah. uh, we've actually seen it three times. Because we saw it from Michael's point of view. Right. We saw it from Kate's point of view mm. inside the sack. <laughs> and then we see it uh, now as sort of a, you know omniscient point yeah. of view. So it's like, oh, it's, it's another uh, Rashomon moment. Yeah. When we saw the three-minute episode, we hadn't seen this, and it did feel like the pacing was weird. Like, they were just kind of jogging through it. Right. And now I can, yeah, I kind of get it, because now they kind of gave us a little bit more time in some of those scenes, especially when um, when they go ahead and meet the others on the other side of the island. Um, they spend a little bit more time on that, and we got a chance to see that scene again with uh, with uh, Kate being traded off for their guns, uh, for them to leave, and all this other stuff. And then we also get that scene, uh, it's a father's right, that Michael just shouts out. Um, which, we get a lot of that in three minutes. Like, he says that multiple times yeah. in that episode. This one, we just get him, you know, the, the writers are all like, we need Michael gone, boom. You know, give him some, give him that reasoning. I need to go after my son. And nobody's going to question it, because, you know, like, uh, like a, a viewer who has family is all like, yeah, I would go after my son too. So, it didn't take a lot for us to empathize and identify with, with Michael's motivation. But, like, um, it works for this episode because Michael's in it so little. The three-minute episode, it doesn't work. That that reasoning kind of falls apart a little bit. And then um, you can kind of get more into it in, in that one. But, but yeah, at least for this one, I felt like it kind of didn't feel sh- like it was straining the narrative too much yeah. or, or anything like that. Because it, it made sense what he was doing in this episode, whereas like, when we see it later on, we know that he's he's kind of lying and doing this other thing. Mm-hmm. And they, they play it that way. Yeah, most definitely. We... Uh, we get a lot of stuff on the off-island story. Jack working in the hospital. We get an introduction. Our very first uh, scene is is Jack and his father sitting down with um with this uh, Italian family. It's a father daughter, and the father the father in the family has a, a tumor on his spine, very much so like how Ben has a tumor on his spine. I think almost in the exact same spot. Yeah. And. Um, we kind of we kind of get some info from Christian in the beginning. He says you're not a good candidate for this uh, for the surgery, and and uh, Ben was neither a candidate to lead the island either. And uh, same surgery, but in his case, he survived. You, know, you just see a lot of these themes or mirror themes folding in, like how Lost usually does as part of their themes, and you get a lot of that too. Yeah, I like to think that that guy was like the Ben of Italy. <laughs> That guy was the Ben of Italy. Yeah. 
Um, just with less buggy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, in his home in his home there in Italy. He's just uh, it's just him and you know maybe a few rabbits with numbers on them. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and he goes in his closet and there's a hole where he talks to a smoke monster <laughs> in Italian. <laughs> smoke monstro. <laughs> I heard, um, I read, I did some previous reading right before we watched the episode. It turns out that um, the both actors have heavily American-accented, uh, you know, like, Italian while they're speaking. Oh. And people watching are like, I don't know about this. <laughs> but, yeah, what are you, you going to do? Hire actual Italians? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be the better. Like, like uh, what's the name of that woman from The Matrix Re- uh, Reloaded? I can't remember. It, uh is that Monica Bellucci? Yeah. Yeah. Is she Italian? I don't know if I just made I that think leap. So. Yeah, that's a very Italian name, Bellucci. <laughs> and instead they got Monica Dean. Oh. Yeah, so they, they went with the uh, the TV version of Monica Bellucci. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little bits of trivia because I looked her up because I was like, she looks familiar. And it turns out I don't know her from anything. <laughs> but uh, trivia, it says Monica Dean's real name is Monica Barladinu. And she was born in Romania. Oh. Yeah. And uh, over there, uh, the show airs under the title Naufragiati, or Shipwrecked. Oh. All right. That's a spoiler for when there's a shipwreck later on in the show. (laughs) Yeah, because they got over there from a plane wreck, not a shipwreck. (laughs) I wonder if they don't have a Romanian word for ship or plane wreck. Or plane. Yeah. (laughs) They just have it. It's just wrecked over there. Like. They just shorten it to one word. Maybe they call them airships. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, airship wrecked. Uh, yeah, I think... Airship wrecked yeah. sounds like the G.I. Joe character can dunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, one of the very first things that I wrote down in this episode, because they refer to uh, the surgery that uh, this Italian guy wants... Christian Shepherd says, you don't want a doctor, you want a miracle. Hmm. So one of the first things I wrote is Jack the Miracle Worker. <laughs> and that's later actually called out in the show yeah. uh, when his wife is like, well, that's the price for being a miracle worker, I guess. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, Julie Bowen making a return this yeah. episode as uh, uh, Sarah? Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So... That's uh, interesting. We I, I love those scenes that we get with her. And it's like, it's it's so... To me, if it feels like uh, Matthew Fox and and uh, Julie Bowen are, are are doing it, like they're doing the thing, like it's it's this show, this episode in itself has got some drama. I feel like the drama is 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 uh, placed well. Like um, he comes home from from being at the hospital, and she's already in bed, and she's getting up to do her normal routine. But you could see that there's something amiss. There are something. There's a rift in this relationship. I mean, it's it's obvious, and they they don't. There's some nuances that they throw in, so it's there. It's not super heavy-handed, but we know that like this is a marriage in peril. Like uh, this is a marriage that's yeah, it's kind of cooled off over over its time. Because he was he was out all night at, at work, but like he hadn't called or anything. Because the first thing he does is apologize to her for being out and not talking to her about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this point, you can kind of see that she's um, well. I, I it was that was my interpretation of of the way she played it was like yeah she's kind of just checked out already like all right you're you're home late again i just got to get dressed and get to the gym and so it's like 
at this point, it's not even an argument that they're having. This thing is not even a fight that they're having. No. And it's probably because it's been a fight that's been hashed out so many times before that at this point, like, um, you could see the drawing away of, of the two of them, like, or where Jack finds his his freedom in work and she finds her freedom in, you know, in something else. Yeah, someone else. Apparently. Someone else, yeah. yeah. And we never know who that guy is. No. <laughs> we don't ever find out who it is. And I want to know. So it's weird now that we know that she was she was seeing somebody else, and then she she talks to him that morning about how she had to get a pregnancy test because she was late. Did she think that was like some other dude's baby? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought this oh, up because yeah. this puts us back on track for <laughs> um, what is this, David? Yeah, David. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> David Jackson. Yeah, David, David Jackson. David Jackson. <laughs> I now this this put this introduces some doubt doubt in about the uh, the flash sideways, and I'm like, all right, maybe, 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 uh, maybe you're right on this one, David. <laughs> yeah, because she had already decided that she was leaving him. Yeah. So maybe she also decided, you know what, I'm not going to tell you about this baby because it might be some other dude's baby. Damn. And maybe that other dude raised David not knowing that he was actually Jack's son this whole time. That is crazy. That is. Well, that, that would be an interesting little turn. But, yeah, holy crap. I will accept this as a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> now, after this episode, oh yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's becoming a little bit more of a possibility. <laughs> But that's all it is, a possibility. <laughs> yeah, before it was more like, no, it just doesn't <laughs> exist. But now we have like a, we have like a, we have an in for it? Yeah, there's nothing in the show that contradicts the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing. There's nothing that supports it either. Yeah. But nothing that contradicts it. Oh, man. Uh, we can skip around in this one. I want to skip to the ending where we get that scene on the beach with uh, Jack and and uh, I'm sorry, Anna Lucia. Anna Lucia, yeah, where he asks her to train an army for him. Like, oh, well, not for him, but he says, "Oh, can?" He's like, "You used to be a cop, right?" She's like, "Yeah." Like, how long would it take for us to train an army? And we don't get that plot line. That just gets nah. kind of dropped, and we head into other stuff with with uh, with Ben Linus and everything when that pops up after three four episodes from now i would have liked to have watched that show i know yeah. that would have been dope oh like there's there's a lot of stuff from this episode the next one the one after that where it's just like oh man these are a lot of really interesting threads they're building up that i know that they're never gonna follow <laughs> up on <laughs> it today's world well today's like today's tv makers i noticed that they just try to like you have like your your eight or ten episodes and then you get a chance to just follow one main story point throughout the throughout the season and like loss is almost like it's in that weird space where it's like 2006 and we i don't think they've they've rounded that corner where there's all these auteurs making their own shit you know like putting out all this all this awesome stuff or executing whatever they feel their vision was we have this show and it's it's a pretty dense show with a lot of hands in it. Like there's a there's a lot of different directors. The show has a lot of different writers. The writers for this episode actually is a is a female duo group that actually did I think three the three minute episode too if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But um it's it was written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Christine uh, Christina Kim. I think what happened was they ended up getting a Emmy win for one of the episodes. I don't think it was this one. And then they stayed on as writing staff for a little bit. It's a little behind the scenes stuff but but then um but yeah I, 
I really want to know if they were, I think I really want to know that storyline if they were to build an army out of the people that were left on that beach of all the losties and all that. That would have been dope. You know, see a bunch of people shooting at like coconuts or whatever? Yeah. Wasting whatever ammo they had. And they wouldn't have any ammo to go to war with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we shot up all these coconuts. So we're just throwing, you know, holy coconuts. <laughs> coconuts with holes in them. Yeah. Bullet holes. Well, they have Echo there. He's a priest, so he could bless the coconuts, and then they would have <laughs> holy coconuts with holes in them. Another show I would watch, especially if they're taking on the others, and the others turn out to be demons. Guys, I think we're writing a, 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 an alternate version of Lost. Yeah. <laughs> We had to go post it up on the fanfiction <laughs> site. Where are the islands actually a hell mouse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Also, uh, that that scene at the end where uh, he asks uh, Anna Lucia about uh, training an army. I, I like that idea. Like I said, I, I wish that I had been watching that show instead of this one. <laughs> but one one of the first things that I thought when I saw that is like, but you have Saeed. Yeah. A soldier. Wouldn't he be better at training an army than a cop? Yeah. Well. <laughs> and, and Sawyer brings this up at some point later on when he's like, oh, you know, we're going to war. Don't you want to bring the guy that's actually been in a war? Because like, they were trying to tell Saeed not to come for some reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So they do bring that up. And then also uh, Jin was in the army in South Korea. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. And Jin wanted to go run off and uh, join the hunting party yeah. also. No but... one ever wants to ask Jin for anything. Nope. Like, he just wants to be useful, guys. <laughs> yeah. And that was also kind of a... It was a nice scene to see um, between Jin and, and Sun. Well, we get we get a little bit of time with our, with that Korean couple this week. And that was that was kind of nice. Because then, um, well, Jin is getting ready to go. And, and Sun stops him and says, No, <laughs> what, do you think is, what do you think is this? What do you think this is? No, we're not... You're not going anywhere. I might be pregnant. I'm not telling you just yet. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's yours, but... Yeah. You know, we're not going to have you going off to get shot. Uh, she said, uh, I was so, uh, she was talking about how worried she was when he was on the raft. And she said, I didn't know if you were alive or dead. I won't go through that again. <laughs> and at that point, I was just like, oh, I believe that the writers had already charted out their journey. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Like, because all two. they do for the rest of the series is worry about whether or not they're alive or dead. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. Yeah, that is that is odd. You know, when she gets off the island, I think she convinces herself that he's dead. Because she won't go through it again. So she's like, nah, he's got to be dead. Yeah. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. So, that she, yeah, they talk about the raft. Jin was on the raft. And then they say that Tom Friendly shot Sawyer on the raft. Mm-hmm. So, Chad, what do you think is up with this raft? I think the raft's going to be the uh, end of season one. Ooh. Ooh. Like, they finally think, like, oh, we got a raft, so we're going to escape. And apparently, uh, the others spot the raft and shoot them. Also, speaking speaking of shooting Sawyer, (laughs) uh, during that fire scene, or right before they uh, do the fire and then they're, uh, you know, getting ready for the big parlay and everything. Right. uh, Sawyer wants to shoot Tom Friendly. And Sawyer gets shot in the ear or something, maybe? Because he holds his hand up to the side of his head and pulls back blood. Yeah. That was never followed up on either. <laughs> like, they just treat Sawyer like he's fine for the yeah. rest of the episode. Yeah. He's like, didn't you just get grazed on the side of the ear? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Silent has magical powers, guys. Like yeah. that, that was another thing, too, that like the writers built into the yeah, show. Yeah, they did. They're always like, you heal faster on here. So you're going to be here for a matter of months. 
but then like you're gonna heal like in a day or whatever yeah. so like everybody is just healing up from whatever gun battles they got into the previous week and they're just like fucking getting into like love triangles the next like <laughs> the fuck <laughs> handle that gunshot what are you doing but Sawyer got shot earlier and they're always busy changing the bandages and giving him physical yeah. therapy how yeah. come he didn't heal from that one was it because he was not technically on the island because yeah, he was on a raft <laughs> he heals up by the next sawyer episode i think or yeah. close to it yeah or he's just kind of like oh you guys just stole my shit while i was like changing bandages or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. sorry he needed medication or no he was hoarding medication anyways yeah his, his gunshot wound doesn't really come up too much later no it's like this. one yeah. more episode yeah. these motherfuckers talk about it. these motherfuckers are getting shot in every episode and all of them like are just the next day they're traipsing through the the jungle and all kinds of brush the next episode and just you know having deep conversations with yeah. the island counterparts that you know that they're with it's, it's it's fine but it's also crazy well that was the thing i noticed in the beginning of this episode where um he jack goes into the like the armory and he sees Locke knocked out michael knocked him out before he locks them both in there and when Locke wakes up, Jack's in there, and he's like, oh, wait, follow my finger. Are you feeling nauseous? All this stuff, because he's checking to see if he has a concussion. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the last time he does that, when somebody gets hit in the head with a gun and knocked out. <laughs> yeah. I think he gives up after. He's like, you know what? I think everyone's going to be fine if they have head trauma. <laughs> no one gets concussions <laughs> yeah. on this island. Like, Man, I have checked everybody, and not a single person concussed. Yeah. They keep getting pistol whipped. <laughs> you know, pistol whipping in real life, I know this is a TV yeah. show, but pistol whipping in real life will fuck a person up. Like, you'll get fucked up after getting whacked in the face with a gun. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, chunk those of metal. Things are, yeah. Those things are not light. Yeah, holy shit. Holy shit. Like, even very small arms. Yeah. Uh, it It's uh, still at least the same weight as a roll of quarters. Yeah. Which you also <laughs> don't want to get hit by. Have you ever been hit with a roll of quarters? No. I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. I don't think I have either, but I know how heavy it is. Yeah. If you were just wandering around in the dark and then you just got whacked in the face, like, I don't know if this was a roll of quarters or a gun <laughs> that I just got butted in the face with. It didn't make the ching sound, so I'm assuming it's a gun. Didn't have coins fall out when yeah. I got hit. <laughs> so I also know that I'm not in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> so gunshots and that ching song, uh, sound, that's the, from that song from the mid-2000s i can't think of what paper it was called paper yes. plates holy shit i knew exactly what song you were talking about melded oh yeah. Um, yeah yeah i remember that song specifically because it was in the preview for that mm. uh, i think they used it in a bunch of previews yeah. actually yeah that thing was like hot for like a hot second but for some reason i always when i think of that song i always think of uh that seth rogan movie where they're smoking mm. weed yeah. with james franco pineapple express pineapple express mm-hmm. that was in the trailer for the movie and i don't think that song is in the movie at all no. or, or maybe it is i don't know i don't know and uh it's also still popular as a, a twitter meme is it uh, a meme format yeah how's that uh, all i want is gunshot 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 cash register noise and then someone writes whatever it is that they no. want yeah so listeners tweet us your favorite Oh. All I want is gunshots and cash register noises blank with hashtag. Am I a E-M-E? Am I what? Am I A-E-M-E? Yes. Yes. Am I A-M-E? Am I A-M-E? E-M-E? E-M-E? Or am I A-M-E? Miami? Yeah, hashtag Miami. Hashtag Miami. And then with that, with all that Not the place. That's going to get caught up with yeah. a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> we'll never see it. 
Uh, We're just going to end up watching links to that uh, Will Smith song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. One of the other uh, parallel things that happens on this show, you know, Jack's dad is saying that, uh, you know, you can't save this guy. Like, he's telling the guy that he he can't Mm. have the surgery. And uh, Locke, uh, who are we to tell people what they can and can't do? Yeah. And that's sort of uh, the whole thing with Jack is like he just wants to try to fix things. Yeah, it's all he wants to do is just make everything right. Yeah, what was Jack trying to fix? I mean, what did we learn in the series finale? I don't know if we, if we can stretch back that far to season six, hmm. but I don't know what. I don't know if we explored this already in a previous Jack episode. Like, what is he? What is he longing to fix? Because we know he's a fixer, but yeah. I don't know how that that behavior kind of sets in him where now he's just like now i must fix things yeah. i mean there's there's got to be some blockbuster that's happened in his life where he's just like i can fix that or like now i can fix that or, or something because it seems like that's not the default for most people to to be in fixer mode yeah well i think we see it a lot with him he becomes obsessive about things and very like goal oriented but not in, like the the good way of it yeah the obsessive way where he will Stop listening to reason to, to yeah, accomplish his, his goals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know if we've seen a triggering event for it. I think it's just how he is. I yeah, and I don't think that there's like one final thing that he's trying to fix at the end of the show. I actually kind of think that the ending form is just accepting that things are the way they are, mm. aren't they? Like, isn't that kind of how it ended with him? Well, it ended with him becoming the new jacob and then he relinquishes it so maybe that's him giving up i need to fix because he, yeah he doesn't need to be in control anymore yeah. right because he passes it on to the next you know leader of the island yeah but then again i mean he he dies by putting that plugging up that hole oh so he did fix something yeah so he fixed it that's the last thing he did oh shit <laughs> i see no my theory's blown yeah. out of the water <laughs> i think it, it comes from him wanting to be like the hero all the time what is he get out of that though being the hero that feels good That's being good right yeah i suppose it seems like it, it that that would suffice if this was any other show if right. this was like some other show that you know you don't need to be so heavily invested in the themes that the show is trying to chuck at you but it feels like that feels like a shallow need for him like mm. i need to be a hero because why like what is what is what happens if you're not the hero right and maybe that just maybe that does touch on a deeper psychology where it's it's like he he's just not comfortable like uh until until he can exert control over his yeah. environment maybe that's what it is i think also yeah isn't that the whole thing with him and Locke? because mm-hmm. if Locke's in charge and jack's not in control of things anymore. right that's true yeah and Locke wants to listen to the island and kind of give up that control and just do what the island needs for them to do here's something that i found interesting in this episode and we kind of see the roles kind of uh, weave in and out of each other between these two. Where we have our representative of um, uh, the man of science and the man of faith, which comes into play a lot more in later seasons. But it's almost like it's kind of switched here, where where they're going after Mike or Michael, and uh, it, I think Locke is making uh, some some points and arguments for not going after Michael, and uh, Jack is. But it's almost like. There's a fervency. There's a there's like a frenzied faith in in Jack, where he's like, no, we we have to get our guy back. This mm. is this is the will of 
whatever, you know, the will of the island, the will of God. The only thing that Jack has faith in is himself. Yeah. So. Yeah, because even when they, they have that conversation, Locke's like, hey, you know, it's, uh, Michael, he's he's already, he's, he's pointing guns at people and locking them up and knocking me in the head. Yeah. Like, you can't, he's not going to listen to you when you want to, when you try to get him to come back. He's not going to do that. He wants to go get his son. And Jack's like, nah, I'll convince him. <laughs> that is a hallmark of people that are wickedly controlled. Yeah. To, to have the hubris to believe that you can, just by, just by you and your presence, you can influence people. And you can, but the fact that you believe it so staunchly that, that yeah. there is no other possibility. Like, it's just the possibility that I've said is going to happen. Yeah, that's a, I guess that veers off of leadership and then it heads into narcissism, I would imagine. Well, he is a, a very successful surgeon. Yeah. And uh, if there's anything that I learned from Alec Baldwin <laughs> in that one movie that I can't remember the name of, uh, surgeons don't uh, have a god complex. They believe they are god. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Okay, so... You guys know which movie I'm talking about, uh, right? I think that was the beginning of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> yeah, so always be surgering. <laughs> always be surgering. Only gods get coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. All right. That's, that's yeah. going to bother me a little bit until we can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, while you're thinking about that, um, another thing to think about also is Jack's dad. Yeah. Like, their relationship. Like, Jack's Malice. dad was always telling Malice. him, oh, I, never, I never saw that. I don't think I see that either. But, um, listeners, if you've seen Malice, <laughs> tweet at us your favorite um, Alec Baldwin scene. Yeah. Or just what the movie is about so we don't have to watch it. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. This is what malice is about. Yeah, save us a Google, guys. Yeah, but but Jack's father. Oh, yeah, like we've seen him before telling Jack, "Hey, you're not good enough." And even on this one, like he's telling Jack, "Oh yeah, you're not good enough to cheat on your wife." <laughs> but I think that also kind of gives Jack that attitude of like, "Oh, he's got to prove himself and always got to be doing." And I'll fixing, cheat on my wife yeah. two times. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show everybody. Yeah, I'm that- a cheater. That was a real what the fuck line. Yeah. When Christian, uh, like Christian Shepherd's, like, no, there's a line you can't, you can't cross. Like, I believe that he meant it that you're not supposed to develop an emotional connection with patients mm-hmm. or family of patients, right? Because you know you might end up taking things too far and whatnot. But the fact that he, that Jack's like, oh, you would know about that kind of stuff because, uh, presumably. Uh, Claire is not uh, Claire's mom is not the only person hmm. that Christian Shepherd's cheated on Jack's mother with but him saying like some people can cross those lines but not you mm. yeah like I kind of think that it's supposed to be you're supposed to be better right and that's why you shouldn't cross those lines yeah but it really comes across as now nah, i can do this but fuck you yeah yeah i, I you're not man enough that. to cheat on your life it takes a lot of alcohol <laughs> and a lot of stones to cheat on your wife sir and i did both of those no yeah i, I could see what you meant i could see yeah. what you mean and like i could see how that plays how that could play either way and you can kind of see the shock register on on uh, on Jack's face yeah. and and Matthew Fox does a pretty decent job of pulling that off, I think. Where like he kind of just goes like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is you?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I could see that, but from the way that bit of dialogue is given to us from Christian, I kind of I kind of see it where he's just. It's almost like I want better for you, but at the same time, that is a weird way to come yeah. at it. Yeah. Know? 
Because I was always watching that scene and be like, oh, this is one of those episodes where Christian seems like a, a good guy. Like, he's <laughs> trying to tell Jack to do the right thing. And then he has to end the scene with, like, nah, I'm, I'm still a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if he had said, don't be me. Right. Or that, don't, yeah. don't cross the lines that I did. Then, you know, that that that's different than I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I get the feeling, well... I get the feeling like this is a writer's choice, and they like they're like oh definitely well yeah. of course they were like sweating over this episode, and they kind of went something like I don't want to just do that thing where like don't be like me because mm. that's cliche, and then they have to like circle circle around it law style, and they're like all right we kind of got what we wanted, but what's the most dickish way to <laughs> say that yeah yeah what's the most what's the most off putting way that we could say this, and then um just you know then just end the scene. <laughs> <laughs> where somebody's asking a question and then we can just not pay off the or not give it an answer or just give a blank look yeah. or in this case like we just have christian be a dick for a little bit the show really loves not answering questions yeah. <laughs> it really hates answering questions directly like we don't need any like succinctness to any of this we, yeah. you guys will figure it out there's a giant like the whole show the, the pop well i would argue that the popularity of the show operates in that vague gray space and like, like uh, once the show knew that it could press those buttons, it just was like, oh, just yeah, throw that in every episode. <laughs> but but yeah. yeah, I felt like that was a pretty decent. That was pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, one one of the other uh, things that this episode did that uh, I really enjoyed the idea of them doing that they didn't actually do is when they bring up the fact that the others' camp is. Oh, uh, what was it? East? They're heading north, and earlier Sawyer had came from the east. Yeah. So, if Sawyer had come from the east, and that's where the camp is, but Michael was going north, it plants sort of the idea that it's like, oh, maybe there's other, other camps. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, oh, if there, like, there's the, uh, the Losties, the Tailies, maybe there's the others, and there's them, or something. Not what if this show was... Like a warring, like two warring factions of others, and then we just get our our tailies or like our tailies and our our regular losties that crash land, and now they're just in the middle of this giant on island battle, and they would have to choose sides between these two factions. I feel like that would make a fun yeah. show to watch. Yeah, that's a good pitch. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we get. Yeah, yeah. Espe- especially if there are people with relationships. Not necessarily like in a relationship, but with relationships like father, son, yeah. brother, sister, yeah. brother, brother, that kind of thing, uh, where they're separated in that plane crash. Right. And then they end up joining each side thinking, oh, this is the right side. Right. And I feel like I've seen that story before, but I would like to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. I get to see that in the context of loss. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of interesting. All right, so uh, that's going to be the What's Up With That Bro Fan Fiction Project. <laughs> or uh, the What's Up With That Fan Fiction Project. Yeah. How are we feeling about Sarah this episode? Julie Bowen, overall. Well, first off, every time uh, you mention Julie Bowen, I keep confusing her with Julie <laughs> Benz. And I'm just like, that didn't look like Darla from Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Because it's not. Yeah, I she she's always I don't know I I mean this is gonna sound whatever but she's always gonna be uh it, she's gonna she's gonna be the Happy Gilmore yeah. press conference golf tour lady to me like uh, <laughs> for whatever she does like she's been in a billion other things yeah. and like in an Emmy award winning show that's really successful yeah, I'm like she's been on Modern Family for like ten years <laughs> but also she was in that one movie for twenty five minutes 
right. <laughs> she was there for like for a little while. Yeah. yeah there's a whole skating scene and everything. Mm-hmm. Friends listen to Endless Love Alone in the Dark. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interestingly enough. Yeah, I, I, interestingly enough, they play uh, "Endless Love" yeah, in the dark. Like, <laughs> in when, this episode, when Jack comes home and she's like, uh, "Remember that time you took me to the skating rink?" Like, oh, all these movies are jumbling together in my mind. Maybe, maybe that's who she was cheating on Jack with. <laughs> Happy, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Happy <laughs> Gilmore. Because we don't know what Sarah does, right? She said we, she had to grade some teacher. pictures, yeah. uh, grade some papers, or something. We, like we see Jack stalking her at an elementary school later. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> we um, we do get some of our our usual love triangle stuff. It doesn't present in the exact way, but we get Jack just calling it out. Like, not I don't know if it's like a means of sarcasm or maybe he's just in the heat of finding Michael. So he's just he just fires back at, at Sawyer, but he just goes, "Oh, you know, you left her behind," and he's like, "Yeah, well, I know you love her." And then he goes, "What?" And then they just <laughs> move on with the scene. And I was like, "All right, it's." It's as far as those triangle scenes go. It, I like that it was just so quick and to the point where you know, where uh, where Jack is all like, "Let's just fucking clear the air here." <laughs> I, we both know what's happening. Yeah. On one hand, because I detest that part of the show, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the fact that we just had that and then left it alone again for a very long portion yeah. of the episode. I, I want all the episodes to be like that. <laughs> On the other hand. That doesn't feel like a very naturalistic choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not how Sawyer would react. And that's not how Jack would speak. Like, they dance around this thing for seasons, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, if Jack actually did say that, uh, Sawyer would not be comfortable just saying what once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would not just be like, oh, yeah, no, let, let's talk to Locke about which path yeah. they're going on now. No, he'd be like, what? What? What yeah. did you say to me? Yeah. What did you say? Who do I love? Who do you think I love? Like, Come I on, feel- tell me, love doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there was an out for Sawyer in this one because he's all fucked up. They say that he's like on antibiotics. He just got shot. He's trekking to the jungle, still kind of fucked up. So he's like, what did you say? Ah, I got a fever. <laughs> he just like kind of chilled for a <laughs> minute. too tired. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Hold on, got to take a knee. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh my god, my head is splitting. Yeah. Do you want to fight me? I'll fight you with a splitting <laughs> headache and a fever yeah. and some of these antibiotics that are, you know, I don't know if they're good or not, but hopefully. It would have been nice if he was like, I love her. No, you love her. And he's came he meant about who doesn't love her. Uh, that would have been a great. That and, also would have been a pretty Sawyer thing to do. <laughs> if Locke just like buttoned it up that, that, that ending and he's like, you both love her. Now we gotta go fight Michael or some other weird yeah. thing. Uh now, shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> now, where were you coming from? Where did you see the beach? We've got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> you know what? what? What did you say she was? She was Finnish or R- Romanian? Romanian. Mm. Or she was born in Romania. It seems like they build a lot of them. Or maybe that's my perception just because like, the, the ones that are like that come here and that do acting are all like gorgeous. But the Romanian women seem pretty good looking. I don't know if this if that's... Okay to say. Yeah. But. yeah I think oh. I think modeling uh, definitely uh, likes how Eastern European women look. Yeah. Uh-huh. The skinny ones, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Not not like the old uh, carrying trees babushkas. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I, I think that that's true. Now, where is this woman's mind? Because she's with Jack throughout this whole process and getting the surgery. 
set up for her father and all this stuff. Um, and I, I, I can get it. You're in a, you're in a place of extreme shock and depression. You, know, you just lost an incredibly close family member. So you want to try and take solace in somebody else. I don't know. Wasn't completely sold on it. Maybe because like we didn't, like we got them together for like the entirety of him trying to solve the surgery. And I think they, they even hint at the time that, that there's like a time that they spend together where she's like, well, you've been looking at my dad's charts for the last four months or something like that. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe they just, they, they built this rapport over four months, but like within the course of like a 42 minute drama, it's, it feels really tough to like, to bring in somebody to do that and then like dip them out at the end of the episode, you know, like for this, for a single kiss or so for a moment of you know, whatever you want to call it. Well, using the whole parallel setup that they've uh, done with a lot of things in this episode and the show is done as mm -hmm. a whole. Uh, so after Jack loses Michael, he's all upset at Kate and then he immediately runs over to Anna Lucia. Yeah. So after Sarah leaves him, I like to think that they didn't show us this because it would make us uh, uh, think less of Jack. Right. He went and fucked her. Oh, oh. That... Like he sat in his kitchen and cried for a bit, yeah. and then he called her up. I, I see. I guess this was a different audience in 2006. I feel like that would have made him way more layered, you know? It would have mm -hmm. given him more complexity. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to root for this guy, or maybe not. Maybe but I mean, like, we're still, like, what, a whole season and a half away from the tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that's the point at which the show is just like, yeah, I guess it's okay to dislike Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like yoking up, you know, like friendly women that are tattooing him yeah. and stuff. Slamming up against walls. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Goodness. Because yeah, I think part of why they had his wife leave him at the end of the episode is so that you see him kiss this woman, you go, oh, Jack, you're not supposed to do that. But then she's, his wife's leaving him because she's seeing someone else, and you go, oh, well, I guess I still like you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I suppose so. It's like if a good, like, if, well, you watch the show, and then, like, you know, you, you start to identify with these characters, and you're like, I know Jack, I don't know your wife Sarah for, for nothing, except for, like, maybe these two flashbacks. Mom, in, I'm in Jack's camp or whatever. <laughs> and you, you just, you're easier to slot into that, that feel. And so, you know, but yeah, I guess, you know, this shows they know kind of what they're doing when the writers put all these characters together where they're, it's, uh, I don't know if emotional manipulation is a good word. It's a decent enough word. But I, I mean, that, that's, that's what all storytellers are trying to do. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So. Hashtag Jack hit it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think that, uh. Do you think that when Jack is having sex, he's saying, I'm going to jackhammer you? That was dumb. <laughs> I don't even know why I even threw that in there. That was, that was totally, that was like, apropos of nothing. Maybe that's what he calls a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for the jackhammer. He makes the, the noises. The is my penis. <laughs> <laughs> he makes the noises. What noises? He makes the, uh, the jackhammer noises in bed. <laughs> <laughs> what do jackhammers sound like? <laughs> that's that's got to be very very jarring for like for whatever partner he's got he's like oh he was so sweet and nice and very doctorly when we were outside now yeah. he's just making these weird jackhammer noises <laughs> i thought he had great bedside manner right up until he started making noises uh, he's like you know you don't have to do that while you fuck he's like that's what my dad told me and yeah. he's a doctor so i believed him that's what he does yeah <laughs> it's the christian hammer 
That that sounds so odd. No. <laughs> I'm just picturing a Christian hammer, <laughs> more like a cross, like. Wait, isn't MC Hammer Christian? Like, didn't he start to do like evangelical rap that later? He, like a, he became like a pastor or a priest or something. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's a Christian Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. MC Hammer is pretty good, but my favorite rapper is still MC Gainey. <laughs> Tom Friendly. Uh, uh, with the beard. Yeah. yeah. Big fake beard. <laughs> yeah, and that, that fake, like, they're also wearing, like, fake dirt makeup. Yeah. He has, like, this it looks weird... like a clown, kind of. Yeah, he looks like he's wearing, like, yeah, he he looks definitely like... A clown hobo. Yeah. I know. It's so bizarre. It's, it's, it's like, they've been on the island for 50 days, and they don't have all kinds of dirt and shit mushed yeah. in their face, you know, but... But that's like that's that's like that's the other's version of what it is to be stuck on that <laughs> island. And they're like, ah, put on the beard and put some dirt on your face like these fucking dirty plane trash people. <laughs> hey, plane crash people. You know we got flowing water back at our little barracks over here, right? There's streams all over the place. It's not hard to wash your face off. <laughs> also also the the Lossies had flowing water. Yeah. Because they had the uh, the hatch. That's which right. was the door that they weren't supposed to open. Yeah. But did they have Stephen King novels? The other barracks did. <laughs> did they, they have, have book, book club? club. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Man, that would have been great if uh, Lost actually had Losty book club. <laughs> that would have been amazing. They're all like, well, we're still stuck here on this island. We can only pick so many fruits and kill so many yeah. boars per day. Do you think that Sawyer would have been the one to put together book club? Guaranteed. Yeah. He's sitting up there. Because he was his... always reading. Yeah. yeah. His he hair was always clipped back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, but I don't know what their their book library. Well, I don't know what their library would look like there. Like they just had all like, of Sawyer's uh, skin mags. Yeah, yeah those are like porn <laughs> mags. And then like maybe if like I I think we catch him reading like some fucking like Catcher in the Rye or some shit later, or of Mice and Men. I don't know. It's it's like it's all of that. And so <laughs> it'd be great if they, he puts together the group and it's just like people going like, oh, so let's let's put together the, uh, the book club. Like, so you guys want to do Off My Cement? No, don't you have those skin mags? <laughs> it's just going to be dudes sitting around in a reader's circle going over like the latest Maxim. <laughs> or the latest Maxim for whatever that plane crash yeah. time was. Is Maxim still a thing? Yeah, I don't think it's a thing anymore. But I think in 2006? Yeah. 2006 I think it was still a thing. Because yeah. Yeah. I mean, it only launched in like, what, 97? Something like that, yeah. I, I remember around that time I was working at a um I was working at a business on the other side of the island and in the bathroom the bathroom uh of this office it was like a really nice office it was a really swank office and then you go into the back and there's a bathroom the bathroom was really nice had flowers in the bathroom had like some kind of weird uh scent modulator thing and then right on the bathroom counter was just a like a Jessica album Maxim <laughs> magazine and I was like oh how weird like this business doesn't have any magazine except for this one magazine in the bathroom <laughs> and it was like it was a woman's office it was all women that worked yeah. there and i was like this this is all very different it's all very different. they were probably like oh, what would a guy like to read yeah. in the bathroom <laughs> he's like oh you need to use the bathroom i'll be right back and then like they go and throw a maxim in yeah. there mm-hmm. oh, there you go have at it fucko <laughs> read your maxim yeah it's a jessica alba issue it, it was probably like fucking three years old yeah. that one of them like snatched from her husband <laughs> it's like oh we have a couple of the uh the dude employees coming by i don't know do you yeah. have anything besides good housekeeping the cable oh. guy left it <laughs> he just 
They just put a maximum in there. Yeah, that's what you should do. That should be your trademark. Yeah. <laughs> I just leave a maximum in people's houses. <laughs> that would be the weirdest Santa Claus. Like, I didn't get a lump of coal or presents. Yeah. I just got a Maxim magazine from 2003. If, if you want to start doing that, I found a box of Maxims when I was cleaning my room. <laughs> we'll talk after. <laughs> I would love to get rid of that. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just, very heavy. That would be amazing. You know, like, you know what? This guy came and he put cable in my house. And he also just left me with a Maxim magazine. <laughs> from April 2001. God bless you, cable man. Yeah, so uh, listeners, if you want Chad to send you an old Maxim magazine, uh, let us know on Twitter with hashtag <laughs> Give me the Maxims. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, it's time to start wrapping up with Easter Egg Corner. Oh, also, uh, the April 2001 issue of Maxim mm. uh, cover girl was Allie Larder. Oh. Oh. From Heroes. Oh. Yeah, also from uh, Varsity Blues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember Allie Larder. Mm-hmm. So, Easter eggs. Yeah, Easter eggs. Um, but, but, uh, Judy Chamness in, in this episode. Nice. Uh, in her, her traditional purple tank top. There is some other extra that you see walking around earlier in the episode with, like, a teal one who's got a similar, like, body type, but it's not her. So, don't be tricked, listeners, other Judy Chamness watchers. What is a what is a good fake Judy Chamness name? Judy Trudy, Trudy Jamness. Jamness. <laughs> <laughs> Judy Jamness. Nice. Uh, yeah, Chad, you mentioned uh, Locke says, "Who are we to tell people what they can or can't do?" Which is like the nicest way of saying, "Don't tell me what I can't do." Mm-hmm. And then uh, we see Sawyer and uh, Charlie have a whole back and forth about Geronimo Jackson and how they've never heard about him. Hurley, yeah, Hurley and, and yeah, or Saeed. Oh, uh, also, I want to point out uh, the Hurley and Charlie scene. Uh, in the synopsis, you said they they start <laughs> sitting there and uh, asking questions about women, yeah, or yeah. something like that. And it's like the only question that they're asking is, "Hey, do you think she likes me?" Yeah. Or, "Hey, do you think she misses me?" <laughs> yeah, it, 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 the the summation just basically says. Uh, Hurley and Charlie commiserate over the question of what women want. Yeah, I mean, technically it's true, even though it was only two lines of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, it's like, does she want me? I don't know, does this other woman want me? <laughs> Wait, have we already determined if Geronimo Jackson is a real band? It's not, right? No, no, it's not. Okay, 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 got it. Um, any other Easter eggs? Uh, no, that's all I had. I have one. Like, this is an interesting one. Like, um, so, for Sawyer, Sawyer actually... Well, actually, we'll come back to that one. We'll, we'll, like, um, Jack and his wife, Sarah, they're actually, they've actually been opposite each other as, uh, as scene partners before as a, as a committed couple. And this was in Party of Five. They're actually, yeah. they played opposite each other in Party of Five, I think in the second season or something like that. But, but yeah, this is not the first time they've been romantic interests on a television show together, which is kind of weird, but yeah. also interesting. But, um, and also to another follow-up, this is another fun easter egg sawyer calls uh mr friendly or tom zeke yeah zeke is actually a farmhand in the in the film the wizard of oz and he's the farmhand for dorothy's uncle henry gale i read that and i was like oh that's a that's a fun little fun yeah that is a super good easter egg. yeah yeah, yeah. so so zeke 
Yeah, good good foreshadowing. I, di- I didn't even know that uh, Ben was named after a Wizard of Oz character. Yeah. Neither did I until this until this thing, and then it just like kind of kicked over by accident and found. But, but yeah, that, that was that was kind of a fun little find. I think he was just obviously the show had that planned out, right. but I think that it played to viewers as just like, yeah, that sounds like a rednecky name. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, yeah, he looks like a Zeke. I was going to say Zeke's dead, but I was like, wait, no, that's, that's not dead. how that line goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what have you guys been getting lost in recently? Uh, most of my time uh, that's not been spent with work has been thinking about magic cards. Ooh, nice. uh, I recently got in, got back into playing magic again. I believe one of the first What Are You Getting Lost In's, yeah. I may have talked about Magic Arena, which so, is a uh, free-to-play uh, uh game on the computer uh i've been playing a lot of paper magic with a bunch of uh, my friends and there's a format that is actually it's been around for a while but i just found out about it called commander where you build a deck with a hundred cards but you can only have one of each of them Mm. and then there is uh, one creature that is your commander that's always available for you to play you don't have to wait to draw it it's real interesting yeah it sounds like fun yeah that's an interesting... Yeah, that's an interesting yeah they do, one. like, pre-constructed uh, commander packs every year where it's just like, oh, you want to try out this one? You want to try out this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, neat. Neat. What about you, AJ? What you been getting lost in? Oh, well, I texted you guys this, like, when I started watching it because it's, like, it, it's been on my mind. But um, Netflix just released uh, 10 episodes of its new series, The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Oh, my God. That shit is amazing. Like, um, and we were talking about it earlier before we even started watching the episode where, like... Um, I was never a Dark Crystal guy. Like the movie came out in '82, and like that was mm. you know before I was I was around. And then like um, even after I did see it, I saw it as a kid, but I I don't think I could make sense of it. And it was just kind of it it just didn't seem like a story that I was interested in. And it's a really small story in the movie, where it's just like you know these limited amount of puppets. But they uh, they do a prequel to the to the movie, and it comes in this first season. They leave space for a second season, and um, to be honest, I I don't I think I. I was like engaged for like the first, like I don't think I got bored with watching it, which is odd because usually when it's stuff like that, I'm like, oh, there's going to be like a couple of dud episodes in there, but it's a great series. I would definitely recommend it to anybody. And it, it's like, it's Jim Henson's, uh, Jim Henson's production folks. So they, they, they kind of do all that, but they have like top rate talent. They have like, for some of the puppets that they have, they have a lot of like well-known names. There's uh, uh Lena Hetty is playing one of the puppets. Hmm. And then like, there's also, um, uh, the main kid from the uh, not the Taylors. What's that movie? It's like an action British film. Um, a James Bond. It's like a James Bond type of thing. Uh-huh. Oh, shucks. Uh, Kingsman. The Kingsman. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the the <laughs> Taylors. Because <laughs> they're um, Taylors in the movie. Yeah. 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 That's right. <laughs> Shit. Okay. So yeah. So the Kingsman. I think the the main the main actor in that is actually voicing one of the um one of the one of the puppets too. But but yeah, it's like well done and it's like very. It's it's interesting and it's dark. It's in the title, but it's very dark. Like <laughs> it's it's like this thing for children. Supposedly, it's it's Muppets or Jim Henson Company, but like it's a lot of there's a lot of death in it. So I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, there's, there's <laughs> a lot of that stuff. So if you get a chance, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. It's pretty great. Nice. Do you know if the original Dark Crystal is also on Netflix? Yeah, both okay. of them are. Cool. 
They so, say you can watch it either way. You can watch the series and then watch the movie, or you can yeah. watch the movie and then the series either way. Yeah, he said the movie comes after, so I, I would watch the movie and then the last episode of the series and continue backwards, as is yes. my favorite way to watch TV shows. Which would be which would be great for this podcast. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> we should do that as a bonus episode. No. <laughs> and what if you getting lost in Dave? Yeah. Uh, I've been getting lost in uh, StarCraft um, tournament videos on YouTube having those on in the background while i'm trying to do stuff and og starcraft uh starcraft 2 okay. yeah but they're still having tournaments going on right now and so it's a uh, it's much more esports are way more entertaining than regular sports which i never thought was going to okay. be the truth the, uh, how it works let me ask this yeah. does the star does this wait starcraft right starcraft 2 yeah okay does starcraft 2 the, do they have like do they have like celebrity players like where people are like hey that's that's uh that's can of worms five or um, whatever yeah it's kind of like the same 10 people yeah or like because i guess they're the 10 best in like in the world or whatever so every tournament is just like them i see basically I, i'm always so surprised by that like um for a lot of the esports now like madden and and street fighter all those like there's there's like this weird grouping of uh like emerging gaming celebrity kids that people know as their screen names yeah. or whatever like oh it's that's like you know that's Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox? Is that a real guy? Uh, Yeah, he was... uh, I don't remember what fighting game he was the best in the world at, but there was something where he was best in the world at, so uh, he became known as one of the best fighting game guys because he's also very good at every other fighting game, too. Damn. Alright. And he's a furry. Oh, shit. A gay furry. I want to challenge him in most fighting games. Remember there was a show on MTV... For like one season it was about people with like sexual fetishes or something and one of them was about furry so i was like oh i'll watch this and figure out what this furry thing is because like the very beginning of people knowing what furries are but then it was all gay furries i was like i don't want to watch this <laughs> which I, I see now is very close-minded of me but, <laughs> yeah well i wouldn't want to watch it because it's about furries yeah. i don't Wait. care whether or not they're <laughs> what, what is their whole deal is it just the dress up or is there more to it do we know i don't know if we know i i I, I I don't know much. Yeah, if you're furry, uh, tweet at us with uh, tweet at David. Yeah, tweet at me. <laughs> Everything you know about being a furry, and I will not judge you. Look, uh, it's up to you what you're into, uh, what you want to do in the bedroom. That's none of my business. I don't want to fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know it all. Send it to me, Andy. Yeah. Tell me all about your furry, furry experiences. Um, I, I respect your ability to do that <laughs> i would never want to stop you from that i don't want i don't want you to feel like i'm against you i'm just zero interest <laughs> i think I it's wanna, weird i want to know what what happens what happens in the room for yeah. the furries please tell aj what yiffing is <laughs> uh, i want to know what that means so bad but i'm uh, not gonna google it i fear. wish that you finding out would take it from my brain (laughs) if any of our fans are furries i'm very sorry that i'm such a bigot (laughs) but i don't i i don't know how not to be (laughs) if any of our fans are furries i am curious yeah i just want to know what that lifestyle is so i just i just i just need to know it well i don't need to know anything but i just i want to know it i want to know what the i'm curious so tweet at us with uh hashtag for curious or furious, <laughs> which I guess is what the portmanteau is. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us into our, our next section. Uh, next week's episode, 
which is entitled da, 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 Fanfare. Uh, fanfare? No, no, it's not Fanfare. It's, <laughs> oh, okay. it's entitled... You were just closed captioning your sound effect. You know, I... Here we go. <laughs> yes, I was closed captioning yeah. the sound effect. So now, the, without further ado, the real title of next week's episode, The 23rd Psalm. Oh. 23rd Psalm. Okay, so it, that is a biblical thing. And so I feel like it's going to have to be a Christian character. Mm-hmm. And since we saw Christian Shepherd in this episode, <laughs> it's not going to be about him. Huh. Is it going to be Mr. Echo, or is it going to be Locke? Ooh. Ooh. All right. Let's say it's a Locke episode. Okay. And uh, that's also how it ends with uh, Michael knocking him out. Oh, yeah. So that would make sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And so you've been, I think, like, seven out of the last ten episodes you thought were going to be Locke and his dad episodes. You want to go ahead and say this is a Locke and his dad episode? Sure. Okay. Especially because uh, he brings up the uh sawyer name yeah. the sawyer this episode nice. so it would be an excellent uh callback if uh the previous episode was a lock and his dad yeah the og sawyer mm-hmm. that would make sense all right hey so plugs follow us on twitter instagram facebook what pro pod uh me and aj are both on twitter at dkj comedy and and yevis 003 yeah so tweet at us with your furry um information so we can learn about it i'll yeah. be honest I'll and be dis- leave at chad underscore wago out of it <laughs> i'll be honest i'll be i'll be disappointed if i don't learn more about furries specifically from twitter yeah twitter's a good place to learn about it <laughs> not as good as tumblr but pretty good holy shit yeah i can uh, see tumblr being a big place for that it's hilarious and uh you know if if you guys want when you guys are uh, telling aj and david all about it uh, give them uh, fursonas. Ooh, yeah. Fursona? Let us know what you think our fursonas would be. Yeah. Fursonas, all right. Yeah, all like right. a like a persona, but oh. for furries. Yeah. Oh, shit. A okay. fursona. Give me, yeah, I want it. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I was shopping at a store and that was like on a shelf and it said fursona, I'd be like, yep, that's going in the cart. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, uh, thanks for, so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. And that's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. Sorry first. <laughs>